This is the Workin' With series, presented by your host, Hayley Sudbury. Listen in each month to find out who we're working with. Hayley sits down with some of the world's most exciting leaders and entrepreneurs to chat about the companies they love, their definition of success, and the real secret behind it all, their superpower. So I'm with Omar Salam today in his atelier in Brooklyn. He is the founder and designer of Sukena. And we had the pleasure of meeting recently at the assemblage at an event that Love and Magic uh, were holding. And we learned what it meant to love work, which we clearly both already do. And we had a, a great connection and talked about both our passions for, for what we do and how we're trying to create amazing and very different workplaces. So it's fantastic to connect with you today, Omar. Absolutely. And thank you. And, and welcome to the Atelier of Sakina. Thank you. And it sounds so much nicer when Omar calls it the Atelier <laughs> compared to my Australian accent, which does not have the same sort of French sound to it at all. So, Amar, why don't you tell me a little bit about Sukena? Why did you start it? I mean, I did read in your background that you started studying uh, screenwriting first and yes. you, you made the move. So, talk to me a little bit about the journey you've been well, on. Well, I started off really, really falling completely in love with the power of storytelling. Really, that's how it started as a child. It may have to do with the fact that I come from an African background or was very close to a grandmother that told me a story. I don't know. What I knew is I like to tell stories and use words in telling them. So earlier on, I thought the ways in which I could do this is by being in screenwriting, film, and telling stories. And I did go into film school. And it's two years into my program that I realized that the highest form of speaking wasn't necessarily words. And that's when I started massaging the idea of dressing as a way of addressing. I love it. So you're known for creating new profiles and shapes in your designs. And I mean, I I love your designs too and only have been recently introduced to them and I'm already seeing myself in a few of your outfits. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I think there's a few, you know, I've kind of identified they've got Hayley Sudbury written all over them. But what inspires you and what would you say is your creative niche in the industry? Well, what inspires me, woman, in general, but the rhythm around them that, you know, the way you just sitting there looking at me, the way you would gaze at things, hold your arms and whatnot, are things that you are doing for, at a practical level to just get around. And we, at one point, no longer see them because we just do them. So I kind of spy the rhythm around them, the way they move, the way they gaze. And I personally find it quite beautiful and quite speaking of the grace of them and also their spirit. So what my clothing tend to do, instead of connecting to the body in what it is, but to the body in what it does. So it is a rhythmic feel that by just watching women come by, walk away, move around, kind of outline that and affirm it, develop it, or but that's usually how it starts. So Fantastic. So just inspired by women, that's absolutely the focus of your brand too, because you don't currently have a, a, a men's range, do you? We have a men's range, uh, but the, the, the approach to the men's wear is quite different. Uh, but um, the focus has been, at least for the first few years, completely women and embracing not only what they do, who they are, but the essence of them. And it felt to me more important to do it for women's wear because I... 
at the beginning of my career felt that women were forced to morph into something that was more limiting than freeing. So it felt for me important to bring that voice um, in women's work. You've dressed icons like Naomi Campbell, who are known for shifting the status quo in a tough industry like fashion. How do your clients influence your designs? By their way of thinking, by their way of going about, but also I'm extremely moved and inspired by someone like her and many others that have been buying the clothes, supporting us and looking good in it, which is a great source of pride for us, their belief system. How can I support, armor them and harness them to push the envelope forward? So for me, a woman that wants to speak a language of strength, of breaking barriers, finding a way to accentuate their shoulders or make them feel like in wearing that outfit, it pushes them forward. I find a great source of pride in playing a little bit of a role in doing that. Who has supported you along the way? Have you had mentors and do you mentor anyone now? So many women, whether they know them to do it or not, have been so incredibly helpful, affirming and supportive of that that I do in major ways, in small ways, in so many ways that I'm just incredibly grateful. They surround me, they are here in the atelier, they are around, so uh, that has been incredibly helpful. Who do I mentor? With? I don't know. I am open. I tend to find incredible joy in supporting people that are curious, that are inquisitive, that are interested in beauty. But for me to mentor someone, you have to, I have to feel that you want to be part of it as much as I want you to. Um, that's how it works, at least for me. When we first met, you spoke a little bit about the first break you had and that first boss who had quite a different approach. I wondered if you could share a little bit about her. Thank you for asking that question, because that is something that really, if it has not happened, none of this would be. A beautiful, beautiful woman called Sonia Riquel at almost the end of her career, at the beginning of mine, happened at a completely serendipitous way to be in New York when she hadn't been here for 13 years then. Walked into the store, because it was a shop then that I worked at, uh, within two to three days on her way out to Europe, made the decision to say to the boss then of mine, let Omar play, it should remain again. And this is a small sentence that could mean so little, but that was really what has compelled my boss to kind of let me play around, start draping and doing things that led later on to designing and visuals and a number of things that today has led me to where I am. So that sentence had literally keyed and opened the gates for me to be who I am today. And I would be forever grateful for that. So... Perhaps, you know, in play, there is happiness and success. In play, there is also discipline and commitment and dignity. We look at play as that, that break away from serious stuff. When actually, if you are serious about play, that is about as serious as it could be. And it's quite inspiring. And um, I didn't know it then. She did. I know it now. There seems to be a heightened awareness of the need for equity, diversity and inclusion across industries. How do you feel about this conversation 
and is it making a difference? And I guess, you know, particularly in fashion. Today, more than ever, I think the leaders of the world, whether it is in technology, in fashion and whatnot, more and more are understanding that, I call it a puzzle, everyone matters. And if you are missing, the picture isn't full. And I think more and more, whether it is at the highest height of a field or at the lowest end, we are more and more starting to understand that the opinion of all, the take of all, the viewpoint of all needs to come together as pieces of a puzzle that when they come 100%, you are looking at the picture as a full picture for the very first time. I love the democratization of that. I love the inclusion of that. And I love the fact that whether you are a man, a woman, black, white, tall, short, whether your sexuality, your viewpoint, your travel, all your upbringing and personality have to be included in a way that fits into this puzzle for the world to benefit as a whole. What advice do you have for someone interested in getting into fashion design? My advice to someone interested in getting in fashion design, do it for the love of it. Do it for the love of it and all the benefits that are not necessarily always coming looking that way because it also includes hurdles, difficulties and obstacles are going to really help you develop the right muscle to do it the right way. So if it's just for the fun of it, if it's just for a minute or a second, you don't believe in it, don't even bother. You have to really, really fall in love with the concept of beauty, beautifying and affirming other people in that art form. If, if you're at an industry cocktail party, what's your networking strategy? Speak, glow, be about who you truly are. And lastly, and this is a question I ask everybody, what is your superpower? Love. Do you want to expand on that a little bit more? Um, loving you leads me to figuring ways in which I can support you. And it is impossible for me to uplift you without lifting up. Love. I love it. Well, thank you, Amar. It's been wonderful to connect with you today and, and you. just hear from you and hear your thoughts. I wish you every success. Thank you. I look forward to obviously wearing your outfits very soon. Thank you. We look forward <laughs> to it. Thank you so much for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. Come back. I will. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> You've been listening to the Working With podcast series. You can find us on iTunes.